Hello everybody and welcome back to Sports with the Masters. Uh, today I'm actually being, uh, I actually have a co-host now named Nolan Hatch and today we're going to be going over uh, our NFL power rankings after week two. All right, Nolan, you, you want to give us your top tier teams? Yeah. yeah, so the tier one, the favorites for the Buffalo Bills in number one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming in at number two, Kansas City Chiefs as the third team, and the Los Angeles Rams as the fourth team. Okay, um, for me, I've got the Bills at number one, the Chiefs at number two, the Bucks at number three, and then I actually have the Eagles at number four. Why do you have the Eagles at number four? That's my question. Okay, um, the Eagles... They didn't play an incredible game week one against the Lions. Their offense was their offense was actually really good, scoring over uh, 30 points. Uh, but last week against the Vikings in the first half, the Eagles' offense was again incredible. The second half, they didn't score at all. But but they did. Uh, against the Vikings, Jalen Hurts, he wasn't able to be stopped. The Vikings defense couldn't do anything in that first half. And then in the second half, it started to really be over. Uh, the Eagles, they only gave up seven points to the Vikings. And I just think now that Jalen Hurts actually has weapons around him, uh, for the last few years, he hasn't. He What was the only addition, though, A.J. Brown? The only addition was A.J. Brown, but A.J. Brown has acquired a lot of catches um, and he's just helped the Eagles gain a lot more yards. So I think the Eagles, instead of the Rams, which you had, I, I, I do think the Eagles are going to come in at number four for me. I think the Rams come in at number four because they were just won the Super Bowl and they have the best wide receiver in the NFL, Cooper Cup. Yeah, but Matthew Stafford, he just hasn't, he just hasn't been performing to the level I think he should be. He's definitely aging. He's been in the NFL for over 12 seasons. That didn't hurt them last year, though. What's changed? Jalen Hurts didn't even do that. It didn't hurt them last year. The Rams weren't even one of the top seeds in the NFC last year. They're still number four, higher than the Eagles. (laughs) They were higher than the Eagles, but now the Eagles, uh, they are, I feel like they're a better team, and they don't have a tough schedule like the Rams. And the Rams, they only put up 10 points against the Bills in week one. And they almost... Probably also just... They are coming off a Super Bowl. That was like week one. They probably weren't as focused. Like, you see every year, the Packers always suck week one. So... <laughs> That's true. But, it doesn't, you can't judge a team just by week one. We'll see throughout but, the but year. But then in week two, they almost lose the Atlanta Falcons. They were in front of the game. They just like started in garbage time. Falcons made it. The better. Falcons, they, they, the Falcons at the end of the game, they had a drive, uh, they had a chance to take the lead with a touchdown. Yeah, but Jalen Ramsey came up close. Jalen so Ramsey gets an interception. Uh, so the, the Rams are one and one now. Uh, Eagles are two and zero. Oh. So we'll see. But the Rams' only team is to what I we both agree is the number one team in the NFL. So. You have to take that into the Rams. Too. The Rams played the Bills. Oh yeah. Is the number one team. Yeah, we both agree the Bills are extremely dominant this year. 
Okay, uh, let's go into tier number two. At five, I have the Rams. Um, I was just arguing against them. I still think they are a good team. And I have Packers at six, the Chargers at seven, the Dolphins at eight, the Ravens at nine, 49ers at 10, Vikings at 11, Cardinals at 12, uh, Bengals at 13, Raiders at 14, Saints at 15, and Cowboys at 16. I have for the division tenders, contenders tier two, I have the Philadelphia Eagles at five, Dolphins at six, Chargers at seven, Ravens at eight, Vikings at nine, 49ers at 10, Cowboys at 11, Saints at 12, Packers at 13, Bengals at 14, Raiders at 15, Jaguars at 16, and Titans at 17. Okay. So I guess I'll explain a few of my teams that I have right there. Um, at 13 and 14, I have the Bengals and Raiders, and those are two teams that are actually 0-2. The Bengals, they in week one, they lost in overtime to the Steelers. They would have won except for on the, on the last play of the game, uh, an extra point was blocked to send it to overtime. It was blocked by the Steelers. But they should have, the game should have been close in the first place. Yeah, the Bengals. The Bengals definitely should have. The Bengals should have uh, destroyed uh, the Steelers. They, Joe Burrow, like no one just said, he did throw four interceptions, and a lot of them were ugly interceptions. So, and then in week two, uh, the Bengals lose another tight game to uh, the Cowboys. It wasn't that close. It was. It was pretty close. It was seventeen to seventeen with, two, with one minute left. Oh well, yeah, but. At the end of the first half, they ended up making it somewhat interesting, but also... Yeah, the Bengals' first halves have been terrible. They've, they've scored, I think, six points in both first halves um, combined. Anyway, uh, I do have the Bengals still above the Cowboys, even though the Cowboys beat them. Uh, that's because the Cowboys' starting quarterback, Dak Prescott, got injured in Week 1. And um, their backup, Cooper Rush, he played well in Week 2. But I don't think he's going to be able to keep playing uh, that well. The Bengals do have a good defense. And Coop Rush did, uh, I don't think he threw an interception. Yeah, he was productive. He, he was, was very productive. Offense played a lot better than week one with them starting. Yeah. In place of Dakar's car. The Cowboys are also 1-1 one one after getting beaten 19-3 by the Buccaneers in week one. Uh, the Buccaneers do have one of the best defenses in the league, arguably the best defense in the league. Um, and then I also have the Saints at 15. The Saints, they lost a game to the Buccaneers. It was close until the fourth quarter where the Buccaneers just pulled ahead. Uh, Jameis Winston, he was not very good in that fourth quarter, throwing two interceptions to give the Bucks some points. Uh, he threw a pick six. And I think if the Saints, they've got the Panthers this week, they should win that game. If the Saints can pull off that win, then that's where they are. That's where they're going to stay. If they lose to the Panthers, I think they're going to drop a lot. Yeah, I think, um, I think the team that stands out is the Dolphins in Tier 2 after a win. For sure comeback win against the Ravens and Tua throwing for six touchdowns. They both 
I think he's playing better now because of Waddle and Hill, like both. He has weapons around him, so they could be a team to watch in the AFC East to at least give some, pose somewhat of a threat to the Bills. And just like I was saying with Hurts, Jalen Hurts uh, of the Eagles, now that Tua has weapons around him and Hill and Waddle, um, he's actually performing really well. So if Tua is able to keep up that uh, passing attack, I think the Dolphins could jump into the top tier. The Dolphins do have the Bills this week, uh, which we both agree is the number one team in the NFL. And if they can keep it close and maybe even win, I think they'll definitely jump up into one of the Super Bowl contending teams. Yeah, for sure, but you just have to wait to see, actually. What Chances of that happening aren't don't seem great right now, but you never know. Also, I think the Chargers, despite the Week 2 loss to the Chiefs, there was also some iffy calls that could have changed the course of the game. And then they also had a good Week 1 win against the Raiders. And they'll, they could, even though the they don't have the lead right now in the AFC West, they can cause some problems for the Chiefs if the Chiefs don't execute. Yeah, and the Chargers in that game against the Chiefs, uh, they were really close to winning. Uh, an intercept, a pick six, practically in the end zone, um, kind of ruined it for the Chargers, gave the Chiefs the lead. If they would have gone that touchdown instead, uh, the Chargers probably had a really good chance to win that game. All right, so uh, let's go to our third tier. Um, these are some teams that are going to be kind of competing for next year. Uh, at 17, I have the Lions. 18, the Broncos. 19, the Browns. 20, the Colts. 22, the Commanders. 23, the Patriots. 24, the Titans. 25, the Jaguars. 26, the Jets. 27, the Steelers. And 28, the Falcons. My tier three for maybe next year. I have the Cardinals at 18. Stillers at 19, Lions at 20, 21, Giants, 22, Patriots, 23, Colts, 24, Broncos, 25, Falcons, and 26, Browns. But before that, I wanted to mention the Jaguars and the Titans. Despite not being good this year, they have a better chance just because of how weak the AFC South is this year. So one of them will end up having to go to the playoffs even though they really don't have a chance till at least next year. Yeah, and the personally, I think that the Colts, even with the rough start, uh, including a 24-0 loss against the Jaguars last and week. And they should have lost to the Texans, but the Texans kind of threw the game at the end. Uh, yeah, I, think, I still think the Colts are going to win the division. I think uh, they have... I don't think they're going to do well in the playoffs, but I do think that they can win the division. The Titans... Uh, who are in that division? They were the number one seed last year, uh, particularly because particularly because of Derrick Henry, uh, his running game. Uh, he's been an elite running back for the past few years, and through the first uh, two games of the season, Henry has not done well. Uh, just in uh, the last game, he only had 13 carries for 25 yards. Uh, I don't. Henry needs to average a lot better than that. And if he doesn't do well this year, he, he might be uh, just one of those washed up running backs. And he's not going to help the Titans make the playoffs. 
Well, it's like they kind of depended on the Titans. I mean, the Titans kind of depend on Derrick Henry for the last several years. But I feel like they're going to get it worked out and win the division by default, basically, with how bad the division is. Just because the Colts poor start, and it's not like they have an easy opponent this week in the Chiefs, which they could end up falling to 0 2 and 1. Yeah, the Chiefs, uh, if they don't play well against the Chiefs, if they get blown out again, um, the Colts are going to have some serious problems. They, they just traded for Matt Ryan. Um, they gave a lot for him. Uh, as their starting quarterback for probably, hopefully, the next two, few years. And if he doesn't pan out, then uh, they're going to have to go looking for another quarterback soon. Okay, then another team in this tier three, uh, the Detroit Lions. The Lions got the victory against the Washington Commanders in week two. And in week one, they lost uh, by less than 10 points to the Eagles, who we, now th- I, we both now think are a top five team. And the Lions have put up 30 plus points in both of these, both of those games, which I don't think many people saw coming. DeAndre Swift, the running back, has played excellently. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, a hard name to say, but he has also stepped up for the Lions. Caught, he caught, uh, he had a gr- he had a, a career high game yesterday, not yesterday, sorry, last week against the Commanders and the Lions I think if they can keep winning I think they have a chance to make the playoffs no way no you don't you think they're gonna make the playoffs they play good but in that at least in that division already it's the Vikings and the Packers above them so they have their work cut out for them I don't think they're gonna even if they play better they're not gonna be better than those two teams so it's going to be hard for them to win. But um, in Tier 3, a team that I want to talk about is the Cardinals after finishing the fourth seed, I mean, fifth seed last fifth year. Seed, yeah. They look like they've dropped off, but they also had a surprise win and come back against the Raiders when they seemed like it was all over, which gave a little bit more hope after the blowout week one loss to the Chiefs. But do you think they have any potential to maybe make the playoffs this year? Yeah, honestly... They should be 0-2. The Cardinals had a lot of lucky breaks late in that fourth quarter against the Raiders. The Raiders did just give it away, but one play in particular is fourth and goal near the end of the game. Kyler Murray is the was scrambling, and Max Crosby he almost had he almost had Murray. Murray Murray just barely escaped. Uh, if, if Crosby sacks Murray right there, the game's over. The Raiders are 1-1. Cardinals are 0-2. Um, it just all comes down to a few plays, and the Cardinals lucky get a win. I, I think that uh, if they perform well this week against the Rams, if they don't get completely blown out, uh, then I think they do have a great chance to make the playoffs. Uh, it's just a big, uh, it's a week to prove themselves, in my opinion, for the Cardinals. Well, they don't stand a chance against the Rams, in my opinion. Um, I another think it'll team. Be close. Another team I wanted to talk about in that division is the Broncos. After acquiring or trading for yeah. Russell Wilson, everyone had high hopes for them, and then they struggled in Week Two to beat the 
Texans. Texans, and then they lost to his former team in the Seahawks in week one, which also seemed to be weak this year. Is there a lot of concern for the Broncos, or is it just not a good start? Uh, yeah, definitely there's a lot of concern for the Broncos there. Um, one thing I noticed, the Broncos in the last two games, they have made it to the red zone. Uh, well, they've made it to the red zone more than this. But they've gone to the red zone five times, and each of these five times, they have not converted. Uh, they've converted six points off two field goals. And in that loss to the Seahawks in week one, they had two fumbles right at the goal line. And I think, honestly, I think the Denver Broncos, if they can get this turned around, they have one of the hardest divisions in the league with uh, the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Chargers, all teams that have a lot of potential to make it to the playoffs. Um, and Russell, they, the main thing is that they just need to finish drives. They need to get in the end zone. And Russell Wilson, he needs to step. He needs to step up and become the leader of this team if the Broncos want to have any playoff hopes. Okay, um, let's go to tier four. At 29, I have the Panthers. 30, I have the Bears. 31, I have the Texans. 32, I have the Seahawks. In my tier four for the race to the number one pick, I have the Jets at the 27 spot and the 28 Seahawks 29 Bears 30 Commanders 31 Texans and 32 Panthers and obviously uh, your last two teams the Commanders and Panthers uh, I disagree with that I have um, the Texans and Panthers oh okay well I still disagree with the pa Commanders being that low I have the Commanders at 22 um, Carson Wentz, I feel like, is the right fit for them. He, but he's not a long-term solution. He's He can be a long-term solution. He could play with the Commanders for three or four more years. Well, I still don't think they're a complete team yet to at least be 22nd. Like, the Giants have looked better than them. The Patriots have looked better. The Lions have looked better. Those are all the teams I have in that around that position. They've all seemed to have a brighter future, at least right now, than... The Commanders do. Yeah, the the Commanders uh, drafted Jahan Dotson. I think he has a great future in the NFL. He's already played really well. Uh, and Carson Wentz, he might not be the most reliable quarterback in the in, in the NFL, um, but he can definitely throw the ball. He was the MVP just five years ago. Um, he is dropping off. He's not as good as uh, he once was. But I don't think that the Commanders are going to be racing for the number one pick. I think they'll, I think they'll get six or seven wins. Not. not they could, four. but as of right now, I don't see them as being that much better than like. At least the Seahawks have a good win against the Broncos and also the Jets with the win against the Browns. That it's better than like some of the other teams. The Bears beat the 49ers. What have the Commanders really done yet? Yeah, the Commanders haven't been great. They did uh, lose to the Lions uh, in week one, or in week two. But if Carson Wentz, like I said before, if he can just keep getting the ball to the receivers, I think that they'll get some wins. They don't have a very hard conference in the Cowboys, the Giants, 
and Eagles. The Eagles obviously are hard, but I feel like the Cowboys. Are they can get one win against the Cowboys and one win. against the I don't the think Giants. they're going to be the Cowboys at all this year. Maybe. Maybe the Giants, not the Cowboys. We'll see. And then the Seahawks, for me, they're at number three. They're the last team. Um, the Seahawks didn't score a single offensive point um, last week. Uh, their one score was a returned block, a returned block field goal for a touchdown. Um, the offense uh, against the Broncos in Week One, Geno Smith, he did okay as a quarterback. Um, the quarterback situation in Seattle obviously is not good. Geno Smith is not one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Um, and if and the Seahawks, after their Week Two performance, uh, not even scoring a single offensive point, I just don't see them uh, even winning four games. I think they'll probably go three and fourteen uh, with their one win against the Broncos. If the Seahawks would have played the Broncos maybe in Week Five when Russell Wilson kind of gets things a little bit sorted out, I think it would have been a blowout for them. I think the Seahawks have a little bit more hope with that. I mean, they have DK Metcalf, and they also have um, Tyler Lockett, who are solid. So even if Geno Smith is not the best, if you can just get them the ball enough, then they can still at least do a little bit better than 3-14. and 14. Yeah, and DK Metcalf, so far he has kind of been a disappointment. Um, DK Metcalf... He can play well if he has a great quarterback, but he's more of a deep ball guy. He's going to go deep on a lot of routes, and Geno Smith, he just really can't get Metcalf the ball. The team that I want to talk about in Tier 4 is the Houston Texans. Despite having two losses, they both made him close, and they feel like they've already improved from last year. I mean, I feel like soon the wins could start coming. I mean, they wouldn't obviously be the best team in the NFL or, like, a playoff team, but they could have end up having a surprise season after a bad season last year. Yeah, and their one game against the Colts, they were up 20-3 uh, starting the fourth quarter, and they just gave up the game. Uh, it ended up not being a loss, luckily. Uh, they tied it. No one scored in overtime. Uh, but I just don't see the Texans doing a lot of damage to other teams in the league. Other teams are just going to look at the Texans as an easy game that they can just get by. Uh, Davis Mills, he is not a great quarterback. The Texans didn't draft another quarterback. They just accepted Mills. Mills isn't going to give... He's going to be a quarterback that can get some the receivers the ball. But for now, the Texans... The Texans have to worry about other things, like their, like their defense. They just can't stop others, other teams from scoring on them. What do you mean? They did, they did a good job against the Broncos. Against the Colts, they gave up 17 in the fourth quarter. Okay, well we're talking like week two. They did good against the Broncos in Denver. They did, they did good against the Broncos, but the Broncos' offense is just absolutely struggling right now. Also, the Colts is too. Yes, the Colts' offense is struggling as well. But they're going to hopefully come back, and Matt Ryan is going to play better. Jonathan Taylor. Okay, uh, no more about the Colts. We've already talked about them enough. So okay. All the other team I want to mention is the Panthers. Seems like they could, like, they have some solid pieces, and obviously Christian McCaffrey is really good, and then 
Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore have like been okay, but so there's been some highs and lows, especially for Robbie Anderson. It's like you wonder if they'll eventually piece things together and at least not be as bad as they've been. Yeah, it really depends on if Baker Mayfield can perform. Last year with the Browns, he wasn't very good. Uh, they the year before that, they were... The year before that, team. the Browns were a great team. They uh, won a playoff game as well. Um, but Baker, he's just had an up-and-down career. He hasn't done... Uh, he, some years he's been great, and some years he's just fallen off, thrown a lot of interceptions. It just depends on if Baker can perform well and kind of turn his career around. All right, so that was our power rankings. All right, so now we're going to do our QCCs. Um, that stands for Question, Comment, Concern. And we're just going to do them for all the games in week two and explain what we think about each one of them. So I'm going to start with the question. Uh, this is for the Chargers and Chiefs. Oh, yeah, never mind. Go ahead, Nolan. Okay. He's saying the question. Is Mike Williams' production able to be consistent after some up and down performances in the first two weeks? Um, honestly, I'm not sure. Uh, Williams, he was able to get a lot of catches and targets um, in week two against the Chiefs because Keenan Allen was out. And over the last two years, Allen, he's gotten over 100 receptions both years. Uh, he's gotten a lot of targets from Justin Herbert. And Williams, he's just kind of been the second guy for the Chargers. Um, I'm not necessarily sure if he can keep it up. He's This is a big year for him. He's going to be signing a new contract uh, this next year. And so he needs to perform well. I feel like he's definitely going to try. And he's going to be open. It's just going to depend on uh, if he gets the targets or not. And then, uh, comment, the Chiefs are now the AFC West favorites. That should go without dispute now. I mean, this was basically like a precursor of, I mean, these, these were the best two teams in the AFC West. It wasn't, I mean, some people thought the Raiders would be good, but after the Chargers won, then it was basically, I mean, there's still more games to go, but this is, everyone should be thinking the Chiefs are going to win at this point. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then the Chiefs' offensive first half struggles. That's a concern. Yeah. Well, they only scored seven points. Patrick Mahomes looked confused, to say the least, in the first half. Um, and the question for this is the Buccaneers and Saints. Is Jameis Winston reverting back to Tampa Bay form, uh, where he threw a lot of interceptions, or is the interceptions just an outlier against a good team? I think it's mostly just because of a good team, but also I don't know how like how much longer Jameis Winston is going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints. Because if the Saints want to go anywhere soon, they're going to need a better quarterback. But also I think it's the Buccaneers' defense is really good. So that's – I mean, if it was one thing, if it was against, like, some random defense. But it was the best – arguably the best defense in the NFL. So. Yeah, and just a few years ago, Winston was throwing over 5,000 yards. So if he They're can get – They're also had a ton of – Yeah, he also had a ton of interceptions. If he can get back to that uh, – that, uh, ability to throw that that much without the interceptions, then the Saints, who have actually a pretty good receiving core, are, can actually be really good. Yeah. 
So, um, the concern is that, I mean, not the concern, the comment is that Tampa Bay defense can win the game for them when the offense is not playing up to its capabilities. Yeah, the defense has been spectacular. Uh, they only gave up three points against the Cowboys, and then uh, ten points against the Saints, and one, that the it touchdown in that game was just the a... Game. The pick six basically won the game for them. Yeah, in for essence, sure. they didn't even, despite playing so bad the first half, they still played good enough to get the win. Yeah, but the offense, if they do want to go into the playoffs and go far in the playoffs, the offense is definitely going to have to step up. Yeah, they're not going to be able to win every game, but even sometimes yeah. they'll be able to sneak a win just because of their defense. But mm. Obviously, when it comes to playoff football, they have to play it both ways. They've got the go at quarterback with Tom Brady, and hopefully, maybe he he could be declining. But I think we'll, I think it's just a tough start for the Bucks, and they'll start doing better. And then our the concern is the Saints' inability to create offense in the crucial time of the game, and that is what happened against the Bucks. Uh, they did do okay. They had 17 points in the fourth quarter against the Falcons in week one to Falcons, win. So we have to but it's the Falcons, team. yeah. Falcons are not a great team. Okay, and the Dolphins in, at Ravens game. The question is, is Tua turning out to be the high-profile draft pick he was? Is this, like, the first game that starts changing his career? I mean, two years ago he had a solid season they almost made the playoffs but this year seems like it's a, a lot different than that then but is he actually being who is made out to be in the draft like when during the draft process yeah, um Tua he had a great game against the Ravens I think that'll probably be his best game of the year but I think that Tua is also uh he is starting to become that quarterback he's getting the weapons around him he needs with Waddle and Hill and if Waddle and Hill keep performing well, then he's going to keep performing well. Um, and then the Dolphins, our, our comment, uh, is the Dolphins can contend with the Bills for the division. Do you think Do you think they actually can down the stretch? Will they be in there? I think there'll be like two games. They, I don't contend as much as, I mean, like, maybe they could end up giving the Bills a loss. I wouldn't say, like, they're going to win the division, but, like, at least they're gonna give them a little bit of problem. It's not just gonna be like run away with it from the beginning. Like, yeah. Like this week could be an interesting one. Yeah, for sure. And um, the concern is the Ravens surrendering a big lead while allowing a ton of yards through the air and 489 yards. Yeah, the Ravens defense. Uh, I I I still believe they're a good defense. I just I'm not sure what happened in the last. Uh, Quarter, the Dolphins scoring a lot of points in the fourth quarter to come win it. Okay, yeah. um, then we've got the Jets at the Browns. Uh, our question is, can the Browns salvage the season until Sean Watson comes back, or is the season a lost hope? Well, doing this from the week before, it looked like it kind of may be a lost hope, but then the win against the Steelers was good. I mean, Steelers may also be bad, but... At least they had something that changed our perspective to some extent. Yeah, the Brissette is definitely a different... Uh, he plays a lot differently than Sean Watson. Um, he's more of a... He's a quarterback that'll throw uh, five, six yards per play. He's not going to go deep a lot. 
And I think that's probably what the Browns need right now. They don't need a stellar quarterback. Uh, they've got a great run game in Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, if yeah. the Broncos can just have a 500 season until Sean gets back, I think they can make the playoffs. The comment that I have is the Jets are starting to see some improvements from the recent draft picks that they've been making, especially the this previous draft with the wide receivers that they selected. Yeah, the Jets probably had the best draft out of any team, in my opinion. Um, they got Brees Hall, probably... Uh, one of the best running backs um, out of the draft. And then obviously they got Sauce God- Gardner, um, a great cornerback. He still, he in week one, he allowed one catch for eight yards. Oh, yeah. And then they also have Garrett Wilson. Um, Wilson has been, he in, uh, in week two against the Browns uh, during that comeback win, Wilson scored the final touchdown. He had two touchdowns in that game. And he was one of Joe Flacco's uh, top targets. So he's also paying out to be really good. And then our concern is the lack of leadership on offense resulting in a devastating loss and what looked up looked to be a wrapped-up game. And honestly, uh, if Chubb doesn't score a touchdown in those final two minutes... If he doesn't make it, I think there's not enough time for the Jets to for the Jets to come back and win. And the Browns uh, probably it was coaching the, the coach. He should have just said uh, to play it safe. A field if they would have run the ball a few times and then kicked a field goal, it would have been a two possession game, and there probably wouldn't have been enough time for the Jets. Uh, just mental mistakes for the Browns. They should be 3-0 and right now, but because of the light loss, they're only 2-1. and Okay, so Patriots and Steelers, the question we have is, is Mac Jones' less than stellar performances a cause for concern after a very successful rookie season? Mac Jones, he's kind of the quarterback of the future for the Patriots after they lost Tom Brady, uh, who they had for 20 years. Um, Jones, he'll have this season. If he keeps playing like he does, he'll probably have next season. Um, and then if he keeps playing, the Patriots are going to have to look for a QB again. But it, I think it may just be just the beginning. Like, just the beginning, first two games of the season, you can't completely overreact. I think he'll turn things around. Bill Belichick's a good coach, so it should yeah, be a problem. for sure. Um, and then our comment, both teams can trip up some contenders in the regular season. Um, and honestly, I don't know about the Steelers. The Steelers did uh, beat the Bengals, but they're going to be one of the less, the worst, not one of the worst teams, but uh, in the lesser end of the spectrum. They, I, the, the win against the Bengals, it might have been a fluke since the Bengals are just starting off the season and they've been starting off rough. Uh, but we'll I think see. They, could, they could trip up the Ravens maybe. I mean, yeah. they have the talent around, like, or at least Najee Harris. They have solid, I mean, they have a really good defensive line, too. They do, yeah. So, I mean, you never know. They could at least make, do something, but I don't think they're really that. I mean, the Patriots could do. They could give the Dolphins a loss, maybe. Or, yeah. And then, um, is Najee's 
little impact in the rushing game with only 49 yards. It's the concern. Yeah, Najee Harris, he had a great year last year um, as a rookie. And this year he just hasn't been getting, um, I, I don't want to say as much touches, but last year it, he was a big part in the passing game. He, he, could, he caught a lot of passes and was able to turn up field and get a lot of yards. And I just haven't seen that from Harris uh, yet this year. And just going off that, I had one more question. Um, uh, is this year, uh, do you think it's the time to start Kenny Pickett and take out Mitch Trubisky? Or are, we gonna, are they going to let Pickett sit one year before putting him in? Uh, I mean, I think they could put Kenny Pickett in soon. It's not like they're – I mean, they may not even be much worse with Kenny Pickett, to be honest. Like, yeah. is Mitch Trubisky that – That bad? He's not he, that he's bad, not but that bad. he's not – Great. He's not great either. It probably probably wouldn't see that much of a downfall from putting Kenny Pickett in. They might as well just start, but they don't want to rush him in too either. So. Okay. And then, uh, what's wrong for the Commanders and Lions? What is wrong with the Commanders' defensive line? Yeah, it's like they weren't. They're giving up way too much, like rushing yards against the. Yeah, that. Line. They're supposed to be one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. Uh, one of the problems, Chase Young, uh, ACL injury, he's still coming back from that. He'll come back week six, week seven maybe, um, and then hopefully we'll see some improvement there. Yeah, but they also let Amon Ross St. Brown have a ton of rushing yards, which shouldn't happen for wide receiver unless it's like Debo Samuel, nobody else's. Yeah. None of that makes sense for like any other wide receiver. Yeah, and then speaking of Amon Ra, he has has he became a ten a top ten wide That's receiver? That's my comment. That's your you're I, questioning that. I don't believe he's a top ten wide receiver yet. Uh, he doesn't, in my opinion, Jared Goff isn't going to get him the ball as much. If he was on maybe the Chiefs, he I think he'd be the number one wide receiver there. Uh, even with Juju Smith-Schuster there. But after just one game, I, I still feel like he's going to have to prove himself. He, had, he did have a good rookie season. But to become a top wide receiver, he's just going to have to keep it up. Yeah, I mean, it's not cemented, but he at least is in the debate after having a Debo Samuel-like performance with a ton of rushing and receiving yards with a couple touchdowns too. Yeah, but that is just against him. Bad, not great defensive team. True. Well, I'll have to see throughout the year, but he also played well against the Eagles in week one, too. He did, yeah. So, um, Antonio Gibson rushing 14 times for only 28 yards. That's the concern. Only two yards, averaging two yards a carry. Yeah, um, Antonio Gibson, uh, that probably shouldn't happen. Um, I just Carson Wentz is getting a lot. He's they're giving they're deciding to throw the ball a lot more with Carson Wentz, and I don't think it's a huge concern. Uh, it's just something that they're gonna need to fix. When, uh, they're gonna have to fix it in these next few weeks. Yeah. To actually have a chance at beating some teams. The Panthers Giants game. The question is, what is wrong with the Giants' inability to finish drives with touchdowns in this game? 
And honestly, that was probably both teams. Neither team scored but, a touchdown. But we don't. I mean, at least the Giants seem like they have somewhat of a hope. Not hope in this season, but like the Panthers are still horrible. But the Giants seem like they could at least maybe get six to eight wins. At least I'd be a little better than like a team that's looking yeah. at the number one pick. So yeah. do you think they should at least – they had like way too many field goals. Was it like four yeah, field goals? Yeah, something like that. Only one touchdown? That's – a lot, way too many. Yeah, this is a year that Daniel Jones really needs to prove himself uh, as the quarterback for the Giants. And so far, they're starting out 2-0. Saquon Barkley is coming back. He's done well in his two performances. And we'll just have to see if the Giants uh, can keep it up. Hopefully, he uh, can stay healthy, too. Yeah, it's not like the even after a 2-0 start, uh, it's not like they're, they're going to make the playoffs. But if they do, that would be definitely a win for the Giants this year. All right, and then Robbie Anderson, or the Giants can find uh, ways to win ugly, ugly games. Yeah, both of the games they've played this year, they was wasn't beautiful, but they still got it done. And what people still don't seem to think of them as a great team, that's at least respectable winning the first two games of the season. Yeah, and then... In week one, they decided to go for two with one minute left, down by one after scoring a touchdown, and they converted. So the play calling, um, I wouldn't say that it's a crazy call, but uh, as it, it was aggressive, and I feel like more teams are, be, are becoming like that in the NFL now. I think it's a good thing. So that is a good thing for the Giants. And then Robbie Anderson's poor, poor, poor performance after a great week one. That's our concern. Yeah. He had a great week one. People thought he would be... They overestimated him, too, and then the Giants kind of shut him down. Seemed like kind of going back to last year where he never really played consistently. Yeah. And then for now for Colts versus Jaguars... Um, the question is, why did Jonathan Taylor only get nine carries? Especially with Michael Pittman, their top wide receiver, being out. Yeah, they just didn't drop the right place to me. Like, I don't know why they didn't. That would give them a better chance to win. Also, you're talking about time of possession. They barely had the ball long enough, which yeah. partly probably could have been improved if they would have given Jonathan Taylor the ball more. But then also, the Jaguars probably sold out to stop him. Too, when they were given the chance because they knew that they weren't going to be able to throw the ball m much with Michael Pittman being out. Yeah, and even with the time of possession being only about 20 minutes, I, th I still feel like Jonathan Taylor should get at least 15 carries. Yeah, he should be getting. He's the best running back in the NFL. It doesn't seem like there's much dispute about that. Just mm -hmm. So they should be giving him plenty of carries because that's... Not many, not not any other team has them. Definitely, team, so. definitely one of the reasons that they lost 24 zip. Yeah, the common the Jags have a great chance of winning the division, or at least I feel like they do. Yeah, uh, personally, I, I, if the Jaguars, if Trevor I mean, Lawrence, the teams, the, the division that is weak, so really, and almost any team can win outside of actually, I don't even the Texans. I wouldn't even say outside of the Texans if. It's crazy enough things could happen, obviously. Yeah, and this is uh, one of those years where they, the uh, team that wins the division can still have a losing record. Like the NFC East yeah. in 2020. And they can still make the playoffs. 
So uh, I feel like it is going to be a tight race down the stretch for both of those teams, or for all those teams uh, in that division, and really any any one of them that uh, perform that gets some lucky wins, maybe uh, that can be the team that wins the division. All right, the Colts' slow start to the season against weak divisional opponents, that's a concern. I've already talked about this earlier in other segments, but you can't only be, you can't, like, be losing to these teams, the Jaguars and tying the Titans, I mean Texans. Yeah, especially for a team that was um, really hyped up in the preseason, I feel like, with Jonathan Taylor and trading for Matt Ryan, who uh, they were going to, who would be a better quarterback for them. Uh, it's definitely just a concern why they're losing these games. They just definitely need to um, give it to Jonathan Taylor more. All right, so Falcons at Rams. Why was Kyle Pitts only targeted three times? Yeah, they feel like they've been giving Drake on the ball too much. I don't know if they're giving Drake Lennon the ball too much. But uh, they're not using the good tight end that they drafted. They're not giving him the ball as I, much as they should be. Kyle Pitts was the highest drafted tight end in the history of the NFL at number four. Only three targets and only two targets in week one. That's just yeah. not acceptable for him. All right. Drake London has the potential to be a top wide receiver in the NFL. I definitely think that's true. Yeah, just not right. I mean, maybe not right now, but he's shown show potential in that game. So. Yeah, and he's gotten a lot of... Uh, he's gotten a lot of receiving yards. He's gotten a lot of targets, uh, even with a not great quarterback in Marcus Mariota. Yeah. He's def if uh, if the Falcons are able to keep turning around Desmond Ritter on their bench, he's gonna be the starter next year for the Falcons. Uh, if they can start connecting, the Falcons can actually become a really good team. Yeah, and the concern to me is the Rams letting the game become close against a week against a lesser opponent that they. Sh- Falcons should have never even been had that chance to go the winning drive. Yeah, the Rams were up it. big, and then I feel like they just let off the gas. Um, they definitely should have just kept going. Uh, they'll learn from the mistake. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, still think the Rams are one of the championship teams. pedigree. So. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the Seahawks and 49ers, why did they start Trey Lance all along? I don't – I feel like – Trey Lance is overrated, but... Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, I guess they really just needed to start Lance because he's going to be the future for them. He shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he's going to improve. He's going to... The the 49ers are going to be better this year with Jimmy Garoppolo, but then the they're going to have to start over next year yeah, with Lance again. Yeah, growing pains. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, and then the Niners, they can make a run in the playoffs now with Garoppolo at quarterback. And we saw that last year. Garoppolo taking them all the way to the NFC Championship yeah. game. They could even do better this year. Who knows? They have yeah. they have the talent around them. They just eventually are going to have to. Jimmy Garoppolo is obviously not the long-time solution. Yeah. yeah and then uh, the concern, the Seahawks wasting a good performance by Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Tyler Lockett finally played good in couple of now, so that's not yeah. what you want to see. And the Bengals-Cowboys game, are the Cowboys better with Cooper Rush at QB? Or at least the offense looked that way. Uh, 
they did look better with Cooper Rush at QB. Uh, Dak Prescott in week one, they were playing against the Buccaneers, which was a very tough defensive team. But even then, like... They still have the same amount of wide receivers. You'd expect them to at least be able to score a touchdown once. Like, that's not what you expect yeah. from a team coming off the playoffs, even though they did play bad in the playoffs. And they had a pretty good season last year, except not counting the playoffs, obviously. That's true. Uh, it's just if Dak Prescott, um, if he's going to get injured every year, eventually the, the Cowboys are going to have to move on from him. Yeah, I feel like that's maybe coming soon. The comment, Tony Pollard has overtaken Ezekiel Elliott as RB1. I feel like this, we've seen it coming. I feel like the performance, I don't think they're, I think they'll be giving Tony Pollard at least more yards, but I feel like they're going to try to give Ezekiel Elliott the ball even just because he's there until he's gone, but because they want him to be something, but I don't feel like he's, I feel like his best season and will end up being his rookie season, I don't think. Yeah, Zeke, he's still gotten more carries than Pollard, but... Pollard, he's gotten just as much yards on the ground as he has in the air. And uh, that's, uh, in this day and age for the game, um, pass-catching running backs are really important. They're kind of like the go-to guy when the quarterback can't find someone downfield. And so if Pollard is going to be that pass-catching running back that can get the yards after uh, the catch, then he's going to overtake Zeke as RB1. Concern is the Bengals season being a fluke last year. Do you think that? Um, I think the Bengals making the Super Bowl was a fluke. Uh, they won some close games against the Raiders, the Titans, and the Chiefs in the playoffs. Um, I still think they have a lot of talent around them, and I think they can make another big playoff run if they just start to turn it around right now. Okay, and then Texans at Broncos. Can Russell Wilson still lead a team to the playoffs? I think it's I think he's done at least being can still play for some team. Like he's still obviously gonna be in the NFL, but I don't think he's ever gonna lead a team to the playoffs again. Yeah. Maybe I mean, I'm overreacting, but personally I think that Wilson maybe not this year with the Bengals rough start, but maybe next year he can lead to a team to the playoffs. I don't think Russell Wilson is ever going to go back to the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, the Texans are still making improvements, even though it isn't translating to wins yet. Yeah, they had that game close, and it could have gone either way. Just need to figure out to win games now, but it's not really the importance for them right now. They're just trying to... Yeah, they're looking at the future Yeah. a few years. Okay, and then the concern... The Broncos are struggling against bottom dwellers. That's a legitimate concern to me. They yeah. struggle both against the Seahawks and the Texans, and if they don't turn it around soon, then in a hard division, they may not have a chance to even look at the playoffs as even a realistic option. Yeah, and for me, my uh, in my power rankings, the Texans are 31, Seahawks are 32, and the Broncos scored 32 combined points against them. That is a huge concern for that offense that was supposed to be really good this year yeah okay the cardinals at raiders question is the raiders season in danger because of the winless start so far after acquiring Devonte adams and yeah definitely a concern because they're in such a tough division uh i still feel like if the raiders 
uh, if they can get wins, if they can start winning now, if they can be four and four, then I think they have a good chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. And then the Cardinals showed they aren't done yet with a comeback win against the Raiders. Yeah, I feel like if they would have lost that game, then like people would start writing them off. But at least they showed some fight after their poor performance against the Chiefs in Week One. And it just seems like the Cardinals, at least last year, they're just finding ways to lose games. Yeah. Kyler Murray is a really good uh, quarterback. He can run. I think the best running QB in the league right now. Um, that they, they just keep finding ways to lose games and. Uh, against the Raiders, they found a way to win, so that's really good for them. And the Raiders' the concern is the Raiders' mental toughness after two close losses, especially one that seemed over but wasn't. Is this a problem for the like? Are they going to be like feel like the season's a lost cause after having high hopes and then just deflating lo- two losses? It's well, they've got a lot of veterans. They've got Derek Carr and Devonte Adams. Those two are gonna be huge for getting the rest of the team uh, motivated. Um, if Carr and Adams can have a big game this next this upcoming week, then I think that the team will start to look more positive. Um, and I, 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 just an 0-2 start, I don't think they'll worry too much. The Raiders have started off not great a lot of years, and, they, and down the stretch they've won a lot of games to make the playoffs. I think the Raiders' mental toughness is going to be fine. Bears at Packers. Um, is Justin Fields capable of being a productive QB in the NFL? No. No? I don't Just think no? he is. No, I don't think. I think he's overrated, to be honest. But. Yeah, honestly, none of the quarterbacks drafted in the 2020 NFL draft, to me, have looked great. Trevor Lawrence, maybe, is the only one I think has some Mac potential. Mac Jones had a good rookie Mac season. Mac Jones. Uh, he, had, he did have a good rookie season. But he didn't have a great rookie season like some rookie quarterbacks we've seen in the yeah. past. I feel like the Jaguars could have a bounce back, back year with Trevor Lawrence, and he could end up being a solid quarterback in the NFL in the future. Yeah. And then um, the comments the Packers are playoff contenders despite another opening season loss after last year. It feels like the last several years they've lost the first game miserably, and then they come back and are still contending. Yeah, last year they lost to the Saints 38-3. Aaron Rodgers had about 100, he had just over 100 yards passing and he had an interception in that game. They only scored three points. Aaron Rodgers uh, and the Packers, they ended up going 13-3 and Aaron Rodgers ended up winning the MVP. So I don't think uh, we should be concerned about the Packers at all, especially after this week too. To the 49ers fast. They, yeah. They've never the Packers, come through in the playoffs, which is worried. They fall apart in the playoffs. That's another topic for another day. So. Yep. And then two lackluster performance, two last lackluster offensive performances by the Bears. Um, one of those was in an extremely rainy game against yeah, the 49ers. Yeah, so I mean, at least they have a reason for that one. They ended up getting the win against the 49ers, which is a surprise win to several people. To me, at least to me, I thought that was surprising, but then yeah. the one at that, that that was a bad one, though, against the Packers, they can't. Yeah, I mean, they, at least it was against a solid team, but they want to see improvement. They can't be... They at least have to have respectable offense. Yeah. And Titans at Bills. 
The question is Derrick Henry washed up? Yes. Well, I think it depends on the opponent. They could have a good game, they could have a bad game. It really just depends. And also, Derrick Henry coming back from that foot injury last year. And then another concern is that the Titans, over the last years, Derrick Henry, out of every running back in the NFL, has gotten the most workload. He's gotten yeah. the ball a lot. I mean, if they would have had a respectable passing game, then maybe he wouldn't have so much wear and tear. They tried to do that last year when they got Julio Jones, and then he ended up never being anything with A.J. Brown. So yeah, that just... kind of worked against him. But, I mean, it was great during his play, like best times. Maybe he just had a bad start of the season. Maybe he could end up getting back to his former form. Maybe, but I, I honestly think that the workload is just catching up to Henry. Yeah. He's just getting too much. And the comment, the Bills are the best team in the NFL, hands down. Yeah, I both can... We both agree on that. They, I agree. they separated themselves in both games against the Titans and then in week one against the Fantasy World Champions and blowing them out at home, 31-10. Yeah, they, they only gave up 10 points to the defending Super Bowl champions, and then they gave up 7 points to the AFC number one seed last year, which isn't as good this year, but still. Yeah. That's very, very good defense for the Buffalo Bills. And... The concern is the Titans' chances of losing the division. Well, it seemed like going in this year, we still thought they'd be win the division. Personally, I thought the Colts would win the division. Well, I mean, we still you still think they'd at least look a little bit better than yeah. they do. But their chances seem to be a little bit hindered. I still think they couldn't end up winning by default. But their chances don't look amazing right now, like they did may have looked a lot better earlier in the season so that's yeah. definitely a cost for and Ryan Tannehill he hasn't looked great to open up the season either uh, they have Malik Willis who will probably become the starting quarterback next year or in a few years if Tannehill doesn't perform we're just gonna have to see uh, for that and then uh, our last game Vikings at Eagles are the Eagles a possible winner of the NFC no they could be a top team they will definitely can win the nfc east maybe a top two team i'd say more realistic top three team in my opinion but yeah in my opinion i think the packers or bucks are gonna win the nfc the uh, packers i don't have the packers as I high it's the bucks or the rams then i thought personally i don't I think, think the vikings are gonna win the nfc north i think the rams are a five six loss team this year and the Packers, I think they're going to be able to win the NFC. The Vikings, I feel like, are also overrated. The pa- Vikings completely destroyed the Packers. I, don't, I think the Packers are, personally, I think they're overrated. The Packers have really started overrated. the season terribly for the last few years. They're so, going to come back. The Vikings, they, they, lose, don't have they only score seven points Their offense doesn't seem as the Eagles. good. I don't think they're as good without Devontae Adams. That was... Yes, that's definitely a concern for And Panthers. Aaron Rodgers is overrated, what I felt like for several years. Just wanted to state that on this podcast. He has won two MVPs in a row. Yeah. Still overrated. Anyway, the Eagles are a top NFL team. We kind of just went over that. And then the Vikings not having any receivers step up in Justin Jefferson's struggles. Yeah, you think Adam Thielen would be able to do something, but he didn't really do anything to help. Yeah, he didn't really even get any catches, I think, until the fourth quarter. Yeah. And, and Dalvin Cook didn't... I mean, they be, he's not a receiver, but, like, he didn't have a great running game either, which is... can't be doing that if you want to 
that they want to end up going to playoffs and win their division, they have to play better than how they did against yeah, another division and team all, that's supposed to And obviously, win Justin Jefferson, he isn't going to struggle every game. Week one against the Packers, he had yeah. an incredible game. He Every time. I mean, he's not normally going to struggle, but just when he does, in the rare chances he does, they need someone to step up. Yeah, he it, it just seemed like uh, he was wide open on pretty much every play. Um, he's just a great dynamic receiver, and if Kirk Cousins can, if Kirk Cousins can just get him the ball, then he's I think he's going to be uh, either the best or the second best wide receiver in the NFL, but but possibly behind Cooper Cup. Okay, and then games we're looking forward to in Week Three. My three games are the Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs, Colts, and Packers, Bucks. Yeah, and then. Uh, these next three, for me, I think are going to be the most interesting games to uh, look forward to this next week. The Bills, Dolphins, just like Nolan. Uh, then the Lions, Vikings, and the Rams, Cardinals. Yeah, I think the Bills, Dolphins is one because that's two really good teams. The Bills have high aspirations this year, reasonably so. And this is probably the biggest test they ha- will have had this year, at least the Rams were supposed to be, but they who knows exactly how good they'll be this year. They should be good, but who knows. Yeah, and the Bills, honestly, I think they have a really good chance at going undefeated this year. One of, one of the best chances, in my opinion, since the 2007 Patriots. And uh, they, the only downside of that, they do have to play the Dolphins twice. Uh, yeah. The Dolphins, I feel like if they're going to lose a game, I feel like they're going to lose to the Dolphins. Yeah, and then the second game I had is the Chiefs-Colts. I feel like this is – I feel if the Colts lose this game, I mean, they could still win the division just because the division's horrible, but I feel like they have to get a win by – like, if you can't be – you can't lose the first three games or not lose. They tied week one, but, like, you have to get a win in the first three games generally. But. Yeah, and I don't necessarily think the Colts have much of a chance to yeah, win. Yeah, neither. Me neither, but it's kind of like the – Sure. But they need to play well. Yeah. They at least need to get some confidence mm-hmm. for the next several games. Because, I mean, if they can still run through the rest of the games in the AFC South, despite the first two ones they've tied and lost, if they can do that, then they'll win the division. But. Yeah. And then the second game I have, uh, the Lions-Vikings. Uh, this just is an interesting game to me. I feel like if the Lions can win this game then people will actually start taking them as legitimate contenders. Um, and, and then, for me personally, I think they'd be legitimate contenders. They would be. They, people would, be, but I still feel like the Vikings is more of a prove it game for the Vikings. They can't lose yeah. to the Lions. If the Vikings want to win the NFC North, then they're going to have to be able to pull this game off. Definitely a big game for the Vikings. And they could start 2-0 in the division, which would be big. And then for the Vikings for that game, definitely just like no, we just said, definitely a big game. Uh, Justin Jefferson, after a lackluster performance um, in Week Two, he's gonna need to get back against a defense that has given up 25 plus points in each of these games. So uh, this is a great game for him to go off again, get some confidence back. And then my last game. Uh, the Rams-Cardinals. Uh, this is uh, a big game for both of these teams. Um, personally, I think the Rams are going to win. Uh, they, The Cardinals... Excuse me. The Cardinals, this is a big game for them. 
Uh, if they can beat the Rams, then they're going to be showing that they're actually uh, a contender again. And if the Rams lose this game, then it's going to be a panic mode, in my opinion, for them. They only yeah. scored 10 points against the Bills. They barely beat the Falcons. If they aren't co- able to compete against the Cardinals, uh, it's going to be really think, bad for them. I think they'll show up and take, take the win. Yeah, I and do the think last, they're going to win. But. My last game is the Packers and Bucks. This is a big one. The Bucks won't have their top three receivers. If the Packers can't win this, then there should be a lot of concern for them. With losing to the Vikings in week one, then not even being close, people don't really consider the Bears much of a contender. So the two solid teams they've played so far this year if they lose and that's going to be a problem especially with the Bucks having their first three receivers out and this is opportunity for the Bucks that they could start 3-0 and especially not having a reasonable reason just a sec just finish up we're almost done well just because they did not have a good chance in well they just <laughs> yeah Okay, it's gonna be a big game for the. It's gonna be a big game for the Buccaneers offense. If the offense can improve, even without Mike Evans, that's gonna be big. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.